Hi, I'm Pankti Mehta. And I'm Hari Arakli. Wherever you're listening to us, we hope you're doing well. In today's quick take, we discuss the news that Apple is likely to unveil a high-end mixed reality headset at its Worldwide Developers Conference in June, as reported by the Wall Street Journal. The headset will likely have an internal screen for virtual reality and outward-facing cameras for augmented reality overlays. It is said to be experimental compared with other Apple products with a waist-mounted external battery pack and a price tag of around $3,000. We invited Milin Manoj, co-founder and CEO of Pupil Mesh, an AR hardware and software tech startup in Bengaluru, to give us his perspective. Milin started with a very quick snapshot of the history of Apple's AR and VR efforts. This is based on my understanding and based on the articles and research that I've been following. Uh-huh. Uh, so I know that uh, Apple has been developing or rather been attempting to develop something of an AR headset for the past seven years now. Uh, so back in 2016, 2015 itself, there were early mentions of, you know, Apple uh, trying to, you know, do something in AR space and also acquiring a lot of startups, uh, multiple companies, uh, you know, which do MR headsets and all of that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it goes to show that uh, how tough it is to build something like this because uh, they, a company like Apple, which has been spending the past seven years and finally, you know, releasing a Reality Pro headset uh, this coming month, uh, it goes to show the uh, the amount of efforts that needs to go into building a headset like this and try, try to get it right as well. Right. So, uh, uh, so in my understanding, uh, so the thing is, they actually wanted to build uh, augmented reality glass, something like a you know, like a Ray-Ban type glass and also want, uh, you know, like a proper uh, mixed reality headset. Uh, But from what I understood is that the AR glass, the Apple glass sort of like got something, got indefinitely postponed Uh, from what, uh, from what I understand, it's supposed to be releasing sometime in 2026. But what we will be, uh, you know, really seeing right now uh, in uh, the June uh, event is the uh, Reality Pro headset, which is actually like a, pass-through AR headsets, actually like a VR headset, but has got two cameras in front of it and it has displays. So it's not that you're actually seeing the world around you, you're just seeing the camera feed of the world around you. And that's, I think, what we uh, expect to see. Explain to us why uh, folks like you are like, in general, excited about this technology and uh, and then maybe we can talk about, uh, you know, the significance of what Apple is likely to release. Correct, correct. Yes. I mean, I think uh, what Apple will do, at least uh, given that we are in the same space, will sort of define how people will see augmented reality and what how people in general will perceive uh, how augmented reality technologies will be used in their daily lives. Uh, or maybe in their, uh, you know, their respective business verticals and what they can expect. And uh, for folks like us, we will also sort of like, you know, it would, it would, uh, it would sort of like give uh, sort of like feedback to us as to what people can expect, or rather, uh, people companies in this space can expect uh, from customers, uh, you know, going forward. And that that sort of, uh, you know, so, sort of transition, or rather, that sort of uh, outlook is what I think would uh, happen. But the thing is, although uh, the release, uh, the uh, you know, the sort of release would happen next month. Uh, from what I understand, is that there is there are some production delays, and this headset would not ship until December, is for is for what I've heard. And uh, and this is actually something Apple has never done because once they release a product, they usually ship it within a month or so. And this is also something that is uh, new, uh, like a sort of like a gamble that Apple is taking if they do release it uh, next month. 
uh, and uh, so that that is also something different we have to wait and see how it is how it is going to be cool and just taking off of what you said um so what do you think will be the likely applications of a headset like that who is the target audience and what do you think um are going to be the most likely consumption um areas for a headset like this well uh, that's actually an interesting question because uh, given that it's a pass through ar headset uh, i don't at least from uh, how the physics uh, that goes behind uh, wearing a pass through ar headset you can't wear this for more than an hour a hour or so um, similar to your meta quest so i don't i probably see this being used for uh, training or you know some sort of edu- educational content for meetings or in general gaming but it definitely won't be replacing your phones it won't be replacing your laptops it probably will be you know more like an additional accessory uh, to some applications would be that would be better experienced in vr or ar uh, so the target audience would uh, it definitely is not like a four corner sort of uh, product where you know we see the usage starting from small children to old people it definitely won't be like that at least from what i understand probably you know will be um, uh, people like you know our age and a little more than that probably uh the demographics would sort of range between 20 to 50 years is what i understand uh, but the applications would you know sort of like uh, be around uh, video calls education content gaming this i this is what i think you know the headset would probably do and what do we know about it so far that to you uh, kind mm-hmm. of makes sense in in terms of its functions and features uh well it's actually difficult to say because i mean uh, uh, there are there are a lot of things uh, that a uh, lot of similar things uh, people are saying but there are also a lot of different things as well i've heard that people are uh, you know if you have a waist mounted battery pack uh, it's it's not it's sort of like going to kill um, the seamless uh, nature of the product so i have also heard another interesting feature where there's a going to be a wireless compute uh, where they have a 60 gigahertz link and you know the that would make the headset much more lighter but uh, god knows uh, if that would actually be implemented but that that would actually be a very killer feature if that's that's done and that would be something uh, that would set it, set itself apart from the existing competitors in terms of the ergonomics the weight and performance uh-huh. uh, but in terms of the battery uh, if it is going to be a waist mounted battery pack uh, it is it is going to be i don't think that's going to be appeal to the customers um, because uh, metaquest already has an integrated battery uh, but if there is actual benefit in separating the battery pack out i mean we should wait and see how the customers would you know sort of like accept that uh but you know i i understand that uh, apple is going to have its own uh, uh you know operating system called the xr os specifically for this headset uh you know so that the entire uh, you know uh, experience uh, of the headset starting from when it boots up uh, to actually launching an application is you know sort of like in an ar experience and it doesn't look like as if it's a phone that's you know stuck up in front of your head so that would that would be interesting to see um uh, but the thing is i think i think uh, apple is known to have uh, one feature which we would never expect huh. uh, you know that 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 sort of killer feature is what i am i am waiting to see uh, that killer feature would, would which would set itself miles apart from meta quest and all of other uh, all the other pass through headsets and that's what i am you know sort of like waiting to see what apple would come up with since you mentioned meta quest a few times mm-hmm. um over the weekend we've seen a few articles that are essentially um sounding the obituary of the metaverse um yeah. 
And uh, we know that very quietly, Meta itself has shifted focus to generative AI over the Metaverse. Mm -hmm. So why do you think Apple would make this announcement now? And as someone from the industry, what do you think this means for um, augmented reality, if not virtual? Well, uh, this is actually interesting because uh, I've seen companies from the beginning, starting from Google, uh, trying to target consumer applications in AR and fail. Uh, starting from Google, then Microsoft, then Meta, now Apple. Uh, so I, I, I'm not sure uh, with what confidence they're going to be doing this. Uh, but the thing is, Metaverse, uh, the reason why it's uh, you know not gaining the popularity that it should have is because, I mean, it was more like, it was projected more like a cartoon world, right? Like where you have all these fancy characters and you know, have your own imaginary world and get disconnected from reality. But I don't think that's what consumers want in the long run. They want to have uh, the best of both worlds. They want to have the best of the digital world and the real world. They don't really want to sit in an entirely different cartoon world. Uh, But the thing is, at least from what I've understood, the reason why us pupil mesh also are in the space of augmented reality is because there's a lot of potential for augmented reality in the long run, but at least as of now, there are uh, very considerable, very compelling applications in enterprise and defense space. And that's where the focus is. And if um, and even if you see HoloLens, uh, HoloLens right now, they are actually very focused on the defense program, something called the IVAS program. And uh, they have actually ditched the HoloLens 3 and their consumer uh, support for that mm-hmm. as well. Because they know, I mean, uh, time and again, companies are realizing that this is not where the money is. So that's why I'm actually curious to know what Apple has uh, has in store uh, that would actually, you know, sort of like uh, sort of like give a new rebirth uh, to this sort of so called metaverse and how exact how it would redefine the you know understanding of metaverse because uh, the the definition of metaverse has gotten often corrupted not only by you know the marketing content by Facebook but also by influencers across platforms like such as LinkedIn and Instagram where. There is this, you know, understanding uh, sort of sort of like uh, perception that NFTs, Bitcoin, crypto, Web3, all of this is the metaverse. But I mean, the uh, thing is metaverse, I wouldn't sort of like use that word at all uh, because um, there are different applications and different, uh, you know, uh, potential that uh, augmented reality and mixed reality has. And um, it's certainly not a compelling, at least in my understanding, the consumer right now. And that's what I'm interested to see what Apple would do. I, I, I can't speak for what Apple would do. So we should wait and watch. Yeah, that's a good analysis. That's it for this quick take. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm Hari Arakli. And I'm Pankti Mukha. Thank you for listening. <laughs>